All right, so we're just, we're just going to start this this show. Um, my name is Imagine. Uh, we're doing a show called The Dig. Um, and just real quick, some background is uh, I was driving home, I think, from work or something like that, and I was listening to to one of my albums, and I was like, man, I really want to discuss this this bar. I really want to discuss this song. There's so much more meaning to this. There's so much I want to do. So I just thought to myself, like, let's just let's do it. Like, let's let's do a show like that. That would be so fucking cool. In the same way they have like DVD commentaries of like the director and the writer talking about the movie as the movie's playing. I was like, we should do that with like music. So yeah. boom, here we are. This is called The Dig, and this is exactly that. We're going to dig into the podcast, and I can't be any more excited to do that with a full-length album uh, with a good friend of mine. Yeah. Uh, his name is Mad Doc. Yes. And well, actually, at the time when you're recording, it was Mad Doc. Yes. But um, since then, we've changed to... Yeah, you know what? It's um, it's funny, man. Because I, I, especially with you. First of all, thank you for having me. As always, yeah. it's always love, respect, appreciation when we're in each other's companies, man. And uh, but no, nah, man. Yeah, I remember you came to me specifically, like so that that's not lasting, right? Yeah. The Doc Lesnar thing, which is the kind of the yeah, modern yeah. adaptation. Yeah, you go by Doc Lesnar now, okay? Yeah. And uh, you know, but back then, uh, Matt Doc was uh, that name just embodied everything I was. Um, that whole just the name in itself came from. I always imagined myself in the lab, you know, but the lab in the nineties was a studio, yeah. you know? And so, you know, just being like in the lab and just concocting, con- you know, as, as much creative things as, as I can using yeah. every ounce of creative juice that I can and just mixing it up and just, you know, and that was just my thing. Cause I've always, uh, my first thing that I wanted to be was more of a producer. Yeah. I kind of thought I was going to be, Maybe you know, just Blaze, yeah, just Blaze, <laughs> Dr. Dre, have you, you know, what I mean, especially Dr. Dre with a doc reference, yeah, but um, yeah, man, I just uh, so I imagined myself as like, you know, and they they use the word MD, medical okay, doctor, you know, and so I was like, what if I was a musical doctor, like, like you know, because at the time. Uh, which wasn't a popular, not a popular opinion at the time. I thought there was just something off with the current temperature of music at that time. You know, this was is it like, like the 2000s. Y- y- this is, yeah, for okay. sure. It's like 99, 2000, um, like freshman year, you know, okay. saying, uh, of high school. Yeah. Hip hop was uh, not great. No, you know, you know, and, but there was potential, but there were, it was just going in so many different directions. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. From, East Coast trying to sound like South and South trying to sound like East and West. And, and it was everyone was trying to, yeah. it, it's it's kind of what's going on now. Everyone, you know, it's just like kind of one sound that gets you on the radio these days. But Unfortunately. Yeah, unfortunately. Which is why we're here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? But so, yeah, I just wanted to be the person like maybe I could bridge the gap. Like, because um, that was the other thing was like maybe it doesn't have to be underground and it doesn't have to be mainstream. Maybe you there's a way I could bridge the gap. Someone's got to that's going to take some real surgery, you know? So those are things I was thinking. And that's what kind of took me to, but it's going to take a real crazy person. So that's where like the mad of mad doctor comes from. And uh, so, yeah, so this is probably, and I just wanted to say that because um, I felt like audio visual was really the album that the Mad Doc moniker was designed for, nice. if that makes sense. So, oh, yeah, I that's totally why makes I think sense, it's man. very important, you know. So, but yeah, Doc Lesnar is kind of like a modern adaptation um, after audiovisual. Uh, I did want to do a second one. I still kind of want to do a second one, um, but I didn't know. I felt like I can't go the same avenue. 
So I feel like I needed to go up. I needed to elevate. It you got to evolve. Yeah, exactly. yeah. And that's what exactly what it was, man. I felt like I had to kind of evolve because mad is kind of an old school East Coast term, depending on who you, you ask. You and know I know it's like a London thing. Yeah, oh, that, exactly. I'm so mad, bro. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and so I think with just as the culture, you know, everyday yeah, different yeah. cultures, they they evolve every day. Words can mean something different so the next if, day. You if know? Raichu is the evolution of Pikachu, <laughs> Doc Lesnar is the evolution of Mad Doc. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, and I'm I glad think we cleared too, that up. With the, <laughs> no, I, honestly, that's probably one Shout of the best. Yes, yeah, straight up. Straight <laughs> up. Um, but, you know, that's, that's a really good analogy, man, because, um, yeah, you know, especially. Obviously, everyone, if you know me, I'm a huge wrestling fan. So there's obviously the Lesnar, Doc Lesnar, Brock Lesnar correlation. Um, but it's it's a little twist, too. It's like the I'm taking the prime, I won't say the prime, like that rookie year of Brock Lesnar, how beast yeah. he was. And he was coming out destroying everything with the appeal and the the charisma of, at the time, probably his biggest rival, the doctor of thugonomics, okay. you know, which was John Cena at the time. Both are two, on two different Wait, parts his, of the, his name was Doctor of Thugonomics? No, that was his nickname. Yeah, when he first came the out. Doctor he, yeah, of Thugonomics. Yes, because he, he used to come out. Come he used up to, with this shit? I couldn't tell you. <laughs> but he used to come out and he used to battle guys right yeah. before the show. Yeah, I remember you that. Know? And so I, I that. used horrible. to just like, oh, yeah, you know, it wasn't the best thing in the world. But I think as a hip hop head who's a wrestling fan, you go, kind of oh, there's something there. Yeah, okay, you know, yeah. and I think that era I will always kind of appreciate. So that's a little mixed in there. But it's mostly, yeah, the uh, just like me evolving. Well, I'm, it, I'm a huge know? fan of this particular album, so I'm really you stoked both, to, to start off the, this this podcast um, with this amazing. And I will go as far and dare say that as far as like independent music goes, this is the masterpiece as far as like, yo, I know it's, it's heavy, right? It's yeah. heavy. No, but I, I you know, it's, it is, man. It's, it's that's what people hold it in such high regards. Like I yo, when I make that. an independent record. I'm trying to make an audio visual, man, and and this man, is I, that means a lot to me, bro. Yo. It does, yeah, because I um that's why you know like we talked off air or before we yeah. got on and just telling you you know and we'll get into some of that yeah. too, but like just hearing some of the things of like oh this it's kind of a near perfect album and I just I remember thinking like this this is the one you yeah. know so but. I, it makes me happy to hear that because I'm I'm way too humble to ever go. This this was the best album ever. Yeah. This is you know at the time indie. You know I'm not that guy. I'm just it's making good it for music the and it, it's timeless. Good music Thank is you. just timeless music. You can I, listen at any I point in time. Agree. Yeah, and that's exactly what this record is. It's full of just at any point in time you can pop this thing in. Ten years ago, ten I years agree. from now, today. It's just that timeless record. So without further ado, um, we're gonna play audio visual yes. in its entirety, and we're just gonna we're just gonna talk about we're it. Vibe, man. We're we gonna go. dig into it. So, the ladies dig. and gentlemen, let's dig uh, audio visual. Yes, man. Just the intro is just oh, I, yeah, man. It's I, super vibey. You're just like oh, here that we took go. so much time. You're just like, oh shit, that just hits you. <laughs> you know what's funny, man? I um, I still go out my way to include this into my sets because it sets it off right, man. It, it sounds like chill, and then it's like, oh man, okay, it's, I see the vibe you're going yeah. with, it, you know. And I usually will take this right in the dark room, yeah. And it's just total polar opposites, but I love it, man. So yeah, this is so good, man. And it's called your own drum, yes. But to the to, to the beat of your own drum, yes, sir. Okay. 
Rochelle? Yeah, Rochelle Lynn. She was a very, uh, not was, she still is a very talented singer. Uh, I've worked with her since, uh, I want to say 2003. Uh, Irony was, uh, I met her, I was working at Stater Brothers, and her and her mom used to shop there. Hey, shout out there. I used to work at Stater Brothers yeah, too, bro, right? Yeah, hey, man, you know, hey, weekly paychecks, can yeah, hate on it, you know? Yep. But, um, yeah, so it went from being on two different sides of the check stand of being on two different sides of you know just singing and, and rapping and, um, I got a chance to write a lot of some stuff that she was working on demo wise and uh, still someone I call to this day if I hear something I'm like I need to get Rochelle's voice uh, on it you know what I mean so is she still uh, is she local is she, um, yeah you know it's, she, I believe she is in I think she might be in Arcadia now but for a little bit she was in this area in the Covina area but um, yeah she, I don't think she sings as much as I don't know if she took that on full time but yeah. it's, it's just so cool that anytime I reach out to her she'll never like like refuse yeah it's just like it's just like send it to me that's the best part you about know? building relationships yeah, like musically man. yes like I, I can see like the, like the Noah Jameses of the world like they're gonna blow up eventually yeah and it's like yeah, but he's still just a phone call away. Yeah. Like, we yeah. still grew up together. And, yeah, yeah. You know, stuff like that. Um, you know, you you and your brother, Quincy, and then the whole 9-2 fam. You know, there's a lot of people like Diesel 5001. Mm-hmm. They're all just homies. Yeah. You know? So yeah. if, if anyone wants to ever, like, achieve some amount of success... It's like, yeah, but I still remember how you fucked up on that one track that one time. You You know, know, it's not that it's, uh, I don't know know if it's petty or competitive, but I get what you're saying. It's like, it's like, um, we all got human. Yeah, exactly. And I think we all got, uh, special individual experiences with some of these guys too, you know what I'm saying? So, but, um, yeah, man. Yeah, that's why it's cool. I'm with you. Like to me, I've always been about making music and building. Yeah, making music, build a bridge, and keep you know, and they will come. You know, yeah. so I was just telling my wife that the other day. Is there, is there anything that stands out in particular about this track? This song was important to me because I wanted. So this album, I wanted it to sound like a movie, right? Yeah. So this was the. Uh, but the movie was life. That's why I say that in the beginning, right? Yeah. And so what I wanted to be is what's the first scene um, typically in someone's day is lifting your eyes up, opening your eyes, and waking up to the day and taking the day on. And so, this is a great wake up right, song, man. Like, yeah, I just the, the like alarm goes that, off and then the track drops. You're exactly, like, yeah. Especially how it comes in, it sounds like like you like know, the sunrise like birds are just kind of yeah. exactly, man. You know, so and this was just more like, hey, you know, don't just seize the day, like own the day, you know, and, yeah. and, but make it your own, you know. And so thus, walk to the beat of your own drum. Exactly. Hey, shout out Rochelle, man. Yeah. She's killing it. I need her on my live sets, man, because I can't uh, do this part. Yeah, y'all can't see it right now, but we over here just oh, vibing yeah. the fuck oh, out, dude. Oh, this yeah. is such a good song. Podcast two step. Y'all don't know. Hey. You know what I mean? <laughs> man. Damn. That's... And I'll be honest, too. Anytime I play this album and it starts from here, I just get goosebumps. It's just because it just takes me back to I remember yeah. every, everywhere I was at when I wrote recorded every single song in this album and where I was at, some of the negative stuff I was going through positive stuff so yeah this thing's like a time capsule to me oh yeah I I think that's what's funny is like a lot of the like mainstream artists like the Lupe's and the J. Cole's yeah they still experience their recordings themselves so for them like you know, for J. Cole, hey. 2014, Forest Hills Drive. Yeah. It's like, where was oh, yeah. where was he at when he was recording this song? Yeah, you know? like, yeah. It's he, like it, well, it probably hits the same the, way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's like you could tell you going through something right here. Mm-hmm. Or oh, this one that came out. Yeah, man. Yeah. This one right here is called So Long, produced by uh, one of my favorite producers and my cousin Austin Beats, oh, man. Dude, I, I and love uh, he's that dude's a sample genius, man. 
But uh, yeah, I needed this. I said, this was the last track I recorded. I said, awesome. I need a banger. I need something that just, you know, it's first song, we got that done. Over, You know, now it's like, I need to go hit the, we need to go off to the races, yep. remind people I'm here. Um, one of the biggest things, too, is on the second verse, I talk about how much time I took away from recording. Right. Um, at that time, I audio visual is such a triumph to me because I was I don't want to I was um, I was lost, I will say, I'm not going to say I was tricked or anything, but I was lost by the allure of an indie label deal. Oh, that's right. You were you were mm-hmm. signed, right? In some uh, capacity. Yeah, in some capacity. Verbally, I was. I never signed. I never put ink to paper. I wanted to see what could be done. Um, and it wasn't. It's not an experience I ever will take away. Yeah. But it also was the experience that literally opened the, uh, the, 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 the shed the curtain back a little bit for me on what the music industry really is about and what it needs to to be uh, this machine, you know. Yeah. And it's not about talent; it's about presentation and putting butts in the seats, you know. Yeah. Which is uh, it was a, a huge wake up call. Mm-hmm. But I didn't I didn't really release anything while I was over there. So right. that that time is what I'm talking about. You know, it's been three years or four years I believe is what I say in the track because I felt like it had been so long you know and so even though I knew your own drum was a good opener I felt like I need to give him that that classic doc and if anyone you know has got the doc and you know uh, timeline you know songs like Passion or, or you know from Doctor's Orders and just like powerful joints like that that people kind of know me for Pick Your Poison and stuff like that um, I wanted to be like hey I'm back that the, the same old and that's, that's the great thing about an artist is if you can look through their discussion discography I can't even say it whatever (laughs) but if you can look back and you're looking at what they did from like beginning to where they are now you can follow the timeline of their story you learn about the people and to me some of my favorite artists is because of that yeah um, I agree with J. That, Cole was a big person that uh, like did that Same here Drake was a big person who did that you, yep. you learn like I could I feel like I could walk up to Drake and be like yo man I got questions what happened when that Acura like, yeah what happened to that one or, girl yeah. that you mentioned like exactly like, I got because yeah. you revealed so much mm-hmm. and you learned so many aspects of their lives through their music. Yeah, I get that. It's like you want to you want to know the next chapter. Yeah, it's like you're fo- it's like in real time, kind of following that journey of them on on their ascent. Really, yeah. you know, yeah. and wherever they're going at that moment. So yeah, yeah I totally get that. Yeah, and I get know? that with uh, the homie Diesel now. Yeah, like Diesel, he he writes Man. so much about his own life and so much. And I love it. I love you know, and it's like. That's why, you know... You I don't know, even we got to say what's up anymore. I just got to listen to the next record. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. <laughs> what, you know? <laughs> but, you know, I told you, too, you know, when I heard um, when I heard Liftoff, there were some tracks on there. I said, I want to know what he was going through here because there were some specific stuff. Right Same on. thing with Diesel, his project before. Uh, not the sauce, the one after that. Um it might have been uh, is it uh, Inner City Blues? No, no, no. Uh, Delusion, Delusions of a Commoner. Yeah, I think it was that yeah. one. There was one. Uh, I, I He's gonna be so happy that, that we know all his projects. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, man. <laughs> He's got good titles, man. But yeah, there was one. I remember. I was just like, man, like this is Track Diesel. He he sounds like, you know, he's, you know, um, just like maybe not not. He's expecting more of himself. Yeah creatively musically um and, and I, I remember thinking like when did you go through that you know the, yeah. that, that part of your, your and we're, career, we're gonna right? have diesel on here eventually sometime man. I'm, yeah. I'm looking forward to that and we'll talk about the liftoff too when oh, we'll, yeah. we'll switch roles and oh, whatnot, no, that's but, gonna be awesome but right yeah. now i gotta get into the dark room oh yeah we do yeah, Dude, yeah you're right this you're right, is man. yeah man. 
there's a point and it'll happen where you just start naming off like what if Da Vinci met Beethoven met met so and so I was like that was one time I was like god damn it that was such a good idea I should have done that that is something I would totally do oh man and I love that feeling of like damn it like I I respect that so Mm. damn much I'm just envious. Yeah, like, oh, dude, fuck. I, I, yeah, I, I know. There's been times where I know um, there's tracks or singles or ideas, and, and someone is just two steps ahead of me, and I didn't even know. You know what I mean? Yeah. I totally get what you mean, man. But yeah, this is um, one of my probably top three Dead or Alive best songs I've ever written. Yeah. Um, I'm sure they'll play it at my funeral. Uh, like, that's not even a negotiation. I'm sure my brother's like, this is going to be played, you know? Um, and it's just that song that never, ever, ever gets old it really ever. doesn't man. it doesn't like I love performing it um, you know the same way that uh, Kendrick won a Pulitzer for yeah, Jam yeah I would put this in contention wow because it, it's there's so many fucking layers man there is there's so many See, fucking this layers this is why we're here this is why we're here yeah. doing this we're digging through man that, and that's literally how I, I felt I, I, the thing I told you before we went on this podcast I said I'm excited there are so many layers and bars and entendres and, and vibes and stories that were meant that were wrapped in this album just waiting to be pried open right, so, so tell, me, tell me about Dark Room what, what, what are some things that people should know about this song Dark Room was written while I was uh, waiting to go to court Okay. Inside of the Pomona courthouse, nothing, uh, nothing serious. I had to, you know, it was just one of those things where I had a very, very outstanding ticket, and uh, it had gar- garnered up a lot of money. And I just, I was in my fourth year unemployed. It was just yeah. that bad layoff, yeah, yeah. you know. And um, I was just waiting, man, just waiting to go in, and, and it was like I was out there for five hours because they told me what day to show up. They didn't tell me what time. I got there at like eleven, and they're like, "You're supposed to be here at seven, so now you gotta wait till the judge goes to lunch, does this." So I was—I just had time to kill, bro. I just had nothing but a bottle of water, my and my phone, headphones, and uh, I had my notebook, you know. And I just—I had the first verse already done, but the second verse, which is why it's so much longer, was written that whole time I was sitting there. And usually that happens, and I'll go, you know what? It's too many bars. Let me shave it off here. I'm gonna put this to another track, and I couldn't—I just could not because if you—if you realize it, some of this stuff is like the same rhyme scheme. The yeah. entire time And so I don't know what it was And I never came up With a real hook You know It was just I remember when I recorded it too I remember I turned the lights off Man I was in my was in, in a dark room in a, in a dark room Yeah And just I was like I need to feel Every inch of this Like every Part of this song This vibe And you know I started by saying You know um, Familiar scent of Rossi And cigar fumes You know I poured a glass Of Carlo Rossi Sangria You know and just Not that this is a single or not saying the singing, but a, a drinking or smoky song per se. But it, it's that you got to be put in the right. There's a certain of mind. vibe, yeah. exactly. Definitely. You know? So still, still a song I plan to release a video for. You know, something I gave up on before, but seeing how many people still react to when I'm on when I'm on stage, it's like, nah, this thing's out. Yeah. So, so the, before the track ends, like, what, what is the main takeaway you want people to like look for when they listen to the song? Like, tips and tricks to listen to Dark Room. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, it, there is a. Uh, there's a plethora a plethora of bars on here you know but the main message to me is that you everyone's in their own dark room everyone's memories is like those are you know they say memories are the photographs of life right yeah Yeah. and so it's up to you how you present those and so i think that's how to me i feel like 
people always want to be the person to come around and tell someone how they should live their life or what what's right, what's wrong. That's based on their barometer morally, you know? Yeah, yeah. That's not based on the person that's in question. So this song was more or less like, hey, man, be confident in yourself. If Even if you're an introvert, if you're an extrovert, if you, if you are comfortable with public speaking, if you're not, if you got a lot of friends, popular, if you're not, like, if you have a passion... That should be enough. That is the film that you're going to develop because those are the photos, people, you know, or the memories. Yeah, yeah. That's your legacy, you yeah. know. And so that's what, as you know, it seems very, very deep because, and it's hard, you know, because I don't want to give you too much. I know we're onto another song now, but um, that's basically the, I'll say the, the, the thesis. Yeah, of yeah. Dark room, and then I'll leave it to the listeners to, um, you know. Well, on behalf of a lot of independent artists. Uh, fuck you for releasing <laughs> such a fantastic song that made us all oh, try man. harder. But as a music fan, thank you, man. That was such a great fucking song. You know, what, and it, I, I appreciate uh, taking everything in stride. But uh, you know, what, it's funny uh, or it's ironic you say that because n- not so much the try harder part, but that was also a very big proponent in me putting together audio visual was that I felt, and I'm not wrong because you know this, and and uh, this is what's ironic too is we're we're a little like uh, like. A short a couple of days at this point I don't know when this will come out but about eight years to the day that I released this oh nice this is what a lot of people don't don't realize and so that's why it's even cooler that I'm listening to oh, it you know well, we'll, we'll release on the day of yeah, yeah there you go we'll, so, we'll, we'll drop the podcast the episode oh, yeah, I'll, on I'll, I'll give you the date for okay, sure cool. you know? but I remember at the time the biggest proponent too was just the temperature I was like you know what Everybody thinks it's it's stupid to have logic to think. Like mm-hmm. I want it to be cool to be a to be yep. not to be a nerd, not to be smart. It, it's just cool to have your own thoughts, you know, and and not be afraid to you let your thoughts paint their own you know picture. You know what I'm yeah, saying? So absolutely. yeah, man. But this one right here, Johnny, Johnny Cash. Cash. This was uh, as soon as I got this beat. You I like love, guitars, man. You yeah, like I you love, tell me. This guy this guy knows. I love live guitars. But the best part about the story is I remember I played this to my brother, the beat, just the beat. And he I remember his face to this day. He just had that Fuck yeah. you. But no, thank no, no, you. No, no, okay, no, that, that, no, that, that was me. No, it wasn't even that. He didn't he didn't know. Let me say, he, it's not that he didn't think I could do something with this. He didn't think this song. And the way I presented it, I said, yeah, mama, I'm a, I think this might be my single. Didn't tell him the bar is nothing. Just played him the beat. And he was like, I mean, it's dope. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if you can make that a song. Okay, okay. So I don't, you know, give me a challenge and it's my breakfast. You know what I'm saying? Yep, yep. And so I remember telling him, no, bro, I'm telling you. I, I know exactly. I, I see it. I'm arranging it in my head. I know exactly how it's going to sound. Same thing with strong styling and profiling, by the way. And I remember to this day, and, and Quincy would tell you, man, like he told, he came to me and said, "Bro, you proved me wrong. Like I did not know what you were gonna do with this, and it's like a monster hit, you yeah. know." And you know, I'm gonna I'm I'm call that being Heath Ledger. Yeah, there you go. Yo, when I found out Heath Ledger was gonna be the Joker, I was pissed. Mm. But man, when I saw him on, oh, on screen, okay. I, see, I was yeah. eating that crow. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> you know, and that's probably the, you won't get more delicious crow there, right? Yeah, there, especially in that. Yeah. But nah, yeah, man. I mean, it, it this was is just, a great track. Uh, man. Thank you, man. And I, I, I love it because it has a, a touch of my Jamaican roots. A lot of people don't know; they think I'm just light skinned But my mom is Jamaican, born, raised. She was born in Kingston, Jamaica. Uh, you know, my grandparents they they have their own street down there called Delcliffe Ave. It's cool. probably one of the most. I think I don't know if it's thug now. I think it was for a while. It, it's kind of the whole culture's kind of changed a bit. But that street, my my great grandfather built that whole street cul-de-sac 
all houses just for the family you wow. know and so now it's out here it's one of the most feared streets to go down because you know they, jamaica gets wild man but i was glad to be able to take that because i got a lot of pride being jamaican you know and and, and take something and, and there's another song on here elevate that i was able to do that in a different way but um this song i thought was just really dope and um i think that's this is really where my moniker now is doc lesnar the hip-hop hybrid that's based that derived from this because this is such a hybrid of sound it really is right and and i feel like that was when i said you know what i don't need to do trap beats i can do anything yeah you know and i started going through my catalog and i was like i literally can attack any beat you give me as long as the beat pattern is on (laughs) time (laughs) but yeah you know so that that's why you know i i and i'll I'll always love johnny cash man yeah it's such a great song man like i said the hybrid aspect of it Mm -hmm. again a testament to your artistry being able just to apply what is doc to this song Exactly. And that, that's great right there. This is, what is this is AVI the most ill. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen him in a hot minute. You know what? Last time I saw a dude was at my bachelor party. Actually, oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. That was, and, a great party. Uh, that, that was fun. That was really fun. It's funny too. Since then, we've talked about so we take this show on the road and then make some side money. Just like, hey, is your buddy gonna get married? Is he a wrestling fan? <laughs> you know, well, you know. Well, we got the party yeah, for we'll, you. Yeah, we'll train him. Yeah, you know, for the day. So, but no, this song. Um, Really dope, man. Uh, I believe this was produced by Boondock Mayfield, uh, who also did the Dark Room beat. Um, and when I was going through... And the first beat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Your Own Drum. And uh, yeah, he used to be part of a duo with another guy in here named Cashmere Royale, and they were called the Kingsmen. And um, they were a very popular duo, uh, production duo on SoundClick. Mm-hmm. And like back when we were doing our group show or not group shows but group songs and we still do um that was a popular site we would go to you know but they also they started evolving and i was like man this guy's a little bit more underground and more boom bap and i kind of like that you know and so that's where songs like this and you know you're on drum and dark yeah. room come from because i will always love you know because i'm a common head to the you know like straight oh, yeah, up you yeah. know what i mean and um, or if you, you know, I'm one of those guys that you play dead prez hip hop. I'm dropping everything I am saying, who wants the bars? Let's freestyle right now. You know what I mean? So, but uh, yeah, man, I remember I played this to, to AVI, man. And, and we always work well. We have like such a great dynamic when we're in the studio together. And it's funny too, because I used to think only, yeah, no, I'm going to yeah. I, I've always thought he was a better artist than me. I really did. You know, um, just the fact that he had. You know, the imagery, you know, everyone's at the house. He's got all, you know, the Cove Originals are there. It's like just pumping music. It's the studios, people there all the time. It was like like almost Motown for West Covina, bro. You know, yeah, like the yeah. 626 Motown to me. Yeah. And so the more I was there, the more I got to meet people and, 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 and like, you know, really... Like that's why people think I'm from Covina, is yeah. because I used to spend so much time so did I, yeah, and do I so much shows, you know. We and claim so, you, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's why I, I will never shun hey, the sixty-six. The six I've done so many the twins, shows, man. yeah, man, yeah. But uh, yeah, I remember I gave this to him, and he turned around to me, and he was just like, "Yo, this song should be about water," and I was like, "Okay, okay, and, go on." And then yeah, I was like, and goes, "Not like puns and bars, were just." I was like, "All right," and then. He, Gave me his verse. Well, actually, he laid the the hook down, which he borrowed from Marley. Yeah, and which I thought was just dope. And then so then I was like, okay, now I'm spilling it to one drop. Now you're getting my mind going. Like that's why I start using like streaming worldwide through the universe and and uh, you know 
uh, uh, message in the bottle floating across the airwaves and stuff like that. And I started really getting in my bag about like just there's so many different ways. Like water is everything, oxygen, air, you know what I mean? And it's like, um, but it wasn't about let's preserve water, you know what I mean? It was just, it was a challenge, like I said, you know, so it was a dope concept, man. That's super dope. And now we're uh, we're on track six. Oh, yes. uh, I know featuring uh, Luigi Luciano. Yes. Um, Love this guy. He has a great, great name and does not look like at all the guy you would think. I'm thinking you know? like Mario and Luigi right now. But no, he's a great dude, tall, Filipino glasses. Oh, you know? wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So, like, but got a great voice, you know, and um, wasn't a, he wasn't very confident in himself, but I, what happens, I saw him singing an Usher song too on a, uh, you know, it must have been, I don't know what it was. It, it wasn't Instagram at the time, but something else, it was just a flash video, you know. Oh, like, like Vine or something. Yeah, some, Vine, that's exactly what it was, and I was just like, man, this guy's kind of cool, you know, and I, we had a mutual friend, and that's who posted it, and I said, all right, let me get you on here, because originally I was going to get AVI on here, but when I got the track listing together, I said, I don't want, and it wasn't popular then to have somebody on a song twice back to back and some yeah. people kind of do that now and I mean, who knows maybe I would have started something you know, yeah. you know? but I was like no, I want to I want to give diversity and not have yep. the same and, and, and that's why if you go through my discology like you know or discography <laughs> yeah we can't say either, either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the uh, if you if you if you go through my wiki leaks basically no, <laughs> um, you'll see that um, even some of my you know like Quincy like he, his features decrease over time on my projects because mm-hmm. I wanted to like give people way more you know yeah. but this song uh, I love this song. It's a real, real story. Um, and um, I say that because when I did Sun Comes Up on Doctor's Orders, it was not about anybody, but it was just specific enough that people thought it was about someone. Yeah. And it was it was a fictional person. Nice. You know? I've done that. And so, right? You know, and um, and people don't believe it. Like, yeah. No, no. no, no. It's, and it's like, I can't just give a, a person that doesn't exist characteristics that yeah, you'll yeah. never fact check. But uh, no, this song, man, was about a girl I met. I used to do the BCS shows. Uh, I'm not going to say no names, but one of the guys that was running BCS shows, his girlfriend's friend, uh, used to go to the shows all the time. We kind of started clicking a little bit. Um, she wasn't truthful about the whole situation. Uh, you know, she had an ex that she was on again, off again with. That was yeah. going to school in another another state. And so while I'm over here thinking I'm building something, I'm finding out she's like sending him money to buy, you know, furniture for his dorm. You know oh, what I'm wow, saying? Yeah, yeah. And so it just became a thing where like, yo, I didn't ask for this. But you know, I but I um, obliged the invitation, and I just got ghosted. And I think what it was was I got tired of that. And I think you hear girls talk about that stuff all the time, but it happens to guys too. So yeah. it was my way of not really putting a spotlight on her, even though I kind of did by mentioning what the, her, the first letter of her name was. Yeah, yeah. You know, but. That was also my way of going, yeah, I'm talking about you, you know? <laughs> yeah, you. And, you know, exa- and it's funny because that girl has actually, she reached out since hearing it and she said, I, you know, I will own everything in this song, and but it's a beautiful song. And um, it's, she said what she liked about it is that it's every, it's just so, it's a true story, but yeah, it's told kind of elegantly, you know? But it, there was strategy in there. Like even at the end, you know, I, instead of saying, um, I had to let her know, I said, I had to let her go, you know? And that was always purposeful. I said, I will do this. Um, that's how I want to structure this song. And that song, 
because when you get ghosted by someone you weren't planning to have feelings for, yeah, and you and it starts going at an alarming rate, and then yeah. they just cut you off. It is really hard to backtrack on that. Oh, so yeah. that song took me. I remember I wrote the whole song in two days, but the, what made what was harder was arranging the beat. The beat took like four days for me to get it the way I wanted it to. I didn't produce it, but I had bought the exclusive, and I was like, these verses are too short. I got something to say, and this is a song that you know when you got the beat, it, it goes, it, it gives you a different sound. So especially that's why I like about the song. It's like it sounds like oh, it's a love story. It's gonna end yeah, well, yeah. and then it's like. What's going on? I'm starting to notice things are less consistent and this and that. And so that's just, I did that was all by design. You know nice, what I mean? Nice. So. And it and segues beautifully, I guess, into Gateway Heartbreak. Oh, yeah. And, and, that's, and that's all by design, too. You'll notice the uh, I Know, which is the, the kind of the heartbreak story. Gateway Heartbreak is me picking myself back up and saying, I'm, I'm tired of this. And same, same motivation. Girls stomp on guys' hearts the same exact rate that guys do it to girls. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yep. It's just not reported because we're egomaniacs <laughs> in the sense of we got to be tough because yeah, that's yeah. what we can't let yeah, on with that. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and I could literally say I've told a very few handful of people if I've ever been really hurt by a female, yeah. you know? So this one was the oh you thought you broke me no you know and it, this wasn't even towards the girl it was, it was more like you know what I'm back to my it's just a general now. pickup song e- exactly yeah. and I had to get awesome on there um, love him to death man uh, he, and he gave me the verse in literally uh, 24 hours awesome after, salute uh, oh salute produced the, the record oh, That's oh I'm awesome reading around, around okay yeah. yeah and so yeah awesome uh, again shout out to awesome beats man uh, he, he ends up giving me just a, you know he doesn't think he should rap anymore and he's just got great bars like nah man I, I forget true. what song it was you guys did the, the video at the beach oh yeah uh, loving this life man yeah, yeah I that love that great, verse great, yeah, great you know so but um, the irony is um I got to maneuver because I don't want to air out dirty laundry. It's not mine to air out. I'll just say this: that um, he got on because Curtis King refused to do the song. Okay, he was down, and then he didn't tell me why he didn't want to do it. Okay, um, and then I'll just say later on, I found out there was a discrepancy between Awesome and Curtis. They've known each other for a while. Um, Two very and, talented Yeah, people. very talented guys. I, and I think they're good now. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not going to go on and say anything. But at the time, it was unbeknownst to me. But it honestly, I'm glad that um, it was awesome. It, it just made it way better. It worked out. Yeah, you know. And uh, yeah, man, it's all good. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, shout out to Salute. I didn't know Salute produced this song. I didn't yeah, know Salute man. produced it all. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. He's, um, there's a, let's see, you remember Breaking not, the Law? I'm not paying attention enough, man. Oh, no, you're good. <laughs> oh, you know, if it, but he's, he's also changed his name a lot. So oh, okay. I think that's my viewer. Yo, Salute is one of, one of the greatest uh, fucking uh, punchline rappers that I know. Dude. Easy. Dude, yeah. So if you haven't had a chance, we'll, we'll get Salute. I want to yeah, yeah, get him on his punchlines. Yeah. La Vida Luta, man. Oh, gosh. For sure, man. Yeah, that'd be great. Just listen to that I this love morning. this show. This is great. Oh, the Perfect Song is an interlude. Yes. That was, yeah, you know what? That was never even going to be on the album. But it's but... a three-minute interlude. Yeah, and that's okay. that's why it made the album. So, why, <laughs> so well, what's the story behind that? How did you come so, up with a three-minute interlude? Okay, so um, I was glad. See, I was really happy to, to do this because I really wanted to explain this. Um, so Perfect Storm, what it is, it's, um, you know, so if you guys, those that know me know I have a, a like, a concrete analogy of my life is is palm trees. Yeah. Um, and what I mean by that is that, um, you know, life is full of storms. And uh, what happened was I was going through a really hard time, um, you know, going through middle school. I was becoming a man uh, faster than my mom and my grandma thought. They didn't know how to handle my brother or I because, and we didn't know. We didn't know what was going on. We were going through puberty and getting mood swings and just becoming young men. Yeah, yeah. And 
and um, you know, we started arguing a lot, and and it just started getting really bad, and um, you know, and I, and I don't, I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not like. I'll go ahead and say it. Like, I'm not ashamed because it was at the time, like, you know, my mom was trying to figure out what's wrong with me. And, um, you know, just going back and forth. And, and, I, and I pushed her. And that's when I knew I was like, something's going on with me. Like, I'm, I'm like, I'm so angry. And I didn't realize it had something to do with my dad at the time. I, you know, not having that um, that person to direct you in that transition into becoming a young man. You know, my mom can only do so much. She was getting us, you know, books on body changes. And that's not going to do as much as it needs to. And so anyway, she called her brother, my uncle came over, and uh, I remember he told me, he said, you know, whenever you get mad, you need to be like a palm tree. You ever look at a palm tree? And I said, yeah, I see palm trees all the time. And we had one, ironically, uh, across the street at my neighbor's house, big one. And he said, next time it rains, I want you to look outside and look at that palm tree, and then call me, and then you'll understand. I said, all right. So maybe two months later really big storm hits um you know it's california not huge but more you know more <laughs> or less where, yeah you know but but you're seeing things flying around yeah. trees are going down you know and uh but i'm not a, i don't like cold weather so i'm not looking outside you know i'm not even thinking about it right but the next day i'm going to school and we we were blocked we had to go the long way because um there was all these trees in the road and I'm looking around, I was like, man. And then I just look back and I see the palm tree is the standing. only one still standing. Hey. And so it rained the next day and I watched it and I see it swing left, swing right, you know. And so I called my uncle and he was like, you know, this is what I'm talking about. Storms are going to take you in every direction, but you got to stay strong. You got to be a palm tree. You got to you got to plant your roots and you got to stay strong and weather the storm. And so that's where that came from. You know, it's it's that. And I used to, you know. I wasn't great with girls in high school, so I got my heart broken pretty easily. And because I, I, again, probably didn't have the right influence to let me know what's the norm, how to talk to girls, etc. So um, trust me, looking the way I look, and I'm not, I'm not a, uh, <laughs> I'm not at all like about myself. I don't think. Uh, you know, I used to be a bigger guy. We're just humble people. Yeah, yeah you know, know I, what I'm I totally get you at all. But yeah, I, yeah. I disappointed a lot of people who probably thought I was like, oh, this guy, he he looks this way. Oh, so this light skin over here. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and I wasn't like, I was you. I was raised with my grandma and my mom. You know what I mean? Yeah. All I knew was respect the female. So um, I remember at that time, too, I remember, you know, people would say, oh, when it rains, it pours. And to me, I remember I was like, man, when it rains, it floods. Like, I can't. It's everywhere. Yeah. Like, and that was, But that was from, like, heartbreak. So that that's kind of where that comes from with the I know record to get away heartbreak to okay now you need to go through the storm it's, it's one thing to say you're okay but now you gotta you gotta you know um iron sharpen, sharpens iron you gotta let the pain mold you yeah. and then move on you and know? That, is that what brings you into just fine like you, yes, you come out exactly. just fine exactly and and and, oh, and that man. sound just fine if you realize sounds like the rain just stopped and the sun's coming out the clouds and, are starting and, to part exactly you know and that, that's you know that was all by design those four tracks uh in you know or like together yeah like, the track in, yeah it was like a mini story within you know this whole thing so layers upon layers, layers man. man see that's yo this is the entire reason why i wanted to do this show because that that is exactly what i wanted to know i mean just just the the backstory on a palm tree i'll never look at a palm tree the same man. fucking way i'll tell you that right now right, that's cool man and, and that that is exactly what i want to do this show yeah. and it, that is such a great story and a testament again to this damn record audio visual layers upon layers, layers. upon Layers. Layers, it on is, layers on layers. It is like a fucking onion at the outback. That it's just 
Damn. And you know what? I got to say, the shots to my boy um, Lottie, man, because at the time, too, Lottie had just kind of joined her team. And um, I started realizing that a lot of the bars that I was putting down was like for his generation. Yeah. Um, you know, I think, I believe I got. What, what do you mean by his generation? Like he's about four or five years younger than me. Okay. But I feel like his age range of rappers now are on a different focus yeah. than, than say me and you who have been doing this for 10 plus years. You know Damn. what I'm saying? Right? Go, go, go yeah, say yeah, that out loud, yeah, bro. Yeah. <laughs> but you, you get what I'm saying? Like, I think we come from different backgrounds. Yeah. We value different things uh, of, of, of the culture. You know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? And so I felt some way of like, you know what? If I could reach Lottie, that means something to me. Oh, true and, that. And so there's so many times on this album that he'll call me and like, bro, I heard this. Wait, what did you mean by this? And when I say a lot of times, I, at least 20 calls I got, or sometimes in person, he'd go, bro, I got that bar. You were just, and it, it, it just really made my day because it's yeah. like, it goes back to the, I want to be cool to think again. Like, there's nothing wrong with just with having a brain, you yeah. know? So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. So shouts to him. But yeah, no, shouts to salute on this, man. Uh, this is a funny story, too. I had this beat. He had this beat. I had bought the lease. Oh, that's what we he, all fear, bro. Yeah, exactly. You know, so he, I bought the lease. He got the he got the uh, the uh, was it the uh, exclusive. Oh, okay. I didn't notice. So one day we were linking up. I said, "Hey, I want to get you on a track for the album." No doubt. I'm like, all right, cool. Playing beats, and and he goes, "Oh, actually, I want to play this beat or a couple beats I got." And I hear one, and I jump up. I go, "Yo, isn't that such and such?" And he goes, "Yeah." And I was like, "Bye." You know, this producer. And he goes, "Oh yeah, yeah." I was like, "Oh man, I just bought the lease." He goes, "Oh well." I want to be. I see your lease. Yeah, I own. Yeah, I raised you. Yeah, you know. And so, but the irony was, there's a track called Band Practice. Yeah. That ended up being on. uh, I don't know if it was was it Levita Luther or Word of the Day. One of the two projects Lou did, and he had it was the same thing, but reverse. That's funny. So we said, all right, look. I'll give you this beat, you know. And so we swapped it, and he said, but let me get a verse on there. I said. Honestly, I only had two verses for the song anyway. So if you want to come in in third, and you know what I love about Salute, same thing. He'll talk about his life. He had a son, um, you know, I believe it's man, seven years ago now. Yeah, you know, that was, that was and, cool, I, man. and and I love that kid, you know. But I just thought it. I just love the perspective because he's talking about the train tracks and stuff like that around his house, and people don't know that, but I've been to his house so many times. So he's, it's like dope to hear bars based on real things that I know exist, you know. Yep, so he made yep. that song more than he'll ever know. You yeah. Know? Yo, I, I love this one. It's uh, this is guess who? Oh yeah, the, I, f- I forget the the sample. Believe by um, oh, I can't remember the name shit. of the I band. The name but of the band. To that, yeah, those yeah, guys, yeah. Man. But uh, yeah, dude. I know the fuck. I love I love that. Uh, oh, what would you mean about the riff? Lift, yeah, the lick. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But those the chords. Yeah, yeah. Those guitar chords. When I heard the song in itself, mm-hmm. I was like, oh. That'd be cool if we could do something. I have that idea with all kinds oh, of fucking yeah. songs. Like, I oh, yeah. I wish I could flip those chords into this. Maybe Hell do something yeah. with that. And then I heard this song, and I was like, God damn it. Like, <laughs> he did it again. Man, you know what? That's my thing, too, is I dig deep for production, man. Um, I'm, I'm sure a oh, the lot bravery. of... The bravery. The bravery. You're there right. You yeah, you yes. Believe by the bravery. Check that out. 
um cool video too but uh yeah no nah, man when i was to me i just um and and this is nothing against the uh you know the navians and the, and the ogashes and the, and the curtis kings and even my cousin austin you know but I, I find it cooler to find somebody that's just as hungry and and so i you know i, I don't know how big i think this is lexi banks, that lexi banks this. yeah and lexi banks never met um ever you know just done business it's yeah. all through sound click you know yep, and yep. but th- that person and i say that because i don't know if it's guy or girl you know yeah you don't know but but they will never know how much they contributed to this album yeah the sounds they brought yeah. once i unearthed this i was like whoa where have you been hiding you know yep. so those are the but, best uh, man the diamonds yeah. that you find oh, like oh yeah, like, man yeah this was but, meant you know, it's for kind me. of crazy too because then a couple years ago i went looking to see oh what's the sound still sounding like and it's starting to merge in a different lane yeah so i'm like you know what that was happenstance that happened when it was supposed to yeah i don't need to go revisit unless i'm ready to you know change where i'm going you know yeah so, yeah it's really cool when you when you find a producer that's just making the right sound. Dude, yeah. Shout out Awesome. As of yeah. late, I think I bought like four or five songs Bro. off Beyond Clouds on, with Awesome. So, yes, man. Man. Yeah, Awesome. Uh, me Don't him. get too famous, man, because then you're out of reach. Yeah, no, seriously, <laughs> man. But you know what? I, I, this is what I love about Awesome, man. He, um, I talk to him like once a week, man, at least, and we'll just chop it up for like an hour just about anything. And it's usually just mostly life. Uh, what's going on you know yeah. with the fam stuff like that it's not as much music as you would think but then it'll be like at the end like hey by the way I got this going on blah 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 you know but that dude's probably the, the, not even probably he's one of my like closest friends next to Quince like for nice. sure like um, he's your cousin you said right yeah he's my cousin by, it's funny it's by marriage um, you know but it's always felt like blood always mm-hmm. felt like blood mm-hmm. you know so and uh, yeah man it, it's it, so I know what you mean because I, I know I got this uh, this is awesome EP coming that's got like five or six tracks um, but I know my next album album uh, that I'm working on, which is uh, yeah. trying to Dare to Dream. That's what it's called. So your next album is called Dare yeah. to Dream. Uh, Dare to Dream. Is that an exclusive? That's an exclusive. Oh, yes. yes. Okay. I can't tell you when I'm gonna work on it, but oh, okay. I got a, I've got a new <laughs> process now with my with my Dare to work. Dream. But we'll, cool. we'll get back to that at the end for sure. I, I but um, but he's got a lot of he's got a lot of uh, input on that. I think he might be producing that whole thing. Yeah, the whole so. nine two fam. You guys are all super close, but I've always been quite it's envious t- you know, of the we, nine two fam. I will say though, it's slimmed down a bit in the last yeah. couple of years. Um, but I think more who's active in terms yeah. of music versus just affiliated, you know. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, that brotherhood was something, you know, we or I thrive on. Like a lot of people don't realize Nine Two is really like that's like my like my lifeblood right there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and um, I I take loyalty very seriously, yeah. very seriously. You know, and and not, you should, you yeah, should. you know, and um, because I think it's a lost art, you know. Oh, these days. It really is, you know. And so I pit, I, I really stop and you know a lot of the guys that were chosen weren't chosen just because oh you got bars it was it had you know a lot of it was from just time spent stuff like that and that's what was most reflective in it Mm -hmm. i mean that that was what made me most envious about nine two was not everyone was just skilled but you all worked together i I remember i might forget who who i told me i've been quincy review years ago Mm -hmm. i was like nine two is so dope because you are all so different yeah. But you all work so yeah, well together. Like a, it a works. Quilt, dude. Yeah. Just yeah. Like 
and you know, and again, like I said, some of it has slimmed down. I think you know, some of us you know, have gotten like uh, Dalton, you know, some people yeah, yeah. have kids now, and 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 you know, to the job and getting that food on the table, that yeah. light on, like the, I, which we totally respect and salute. So, to us, we're never gonna say no. It's just music wasn't the only prerequisite to get into nine two. You know what I'm saying? But um, how, you know, how does one apply? Submit an application. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> I don't even like and. The, this is not really exclusive, but like, okay, well look at my timeline and look at the last time I hashtagged it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And yeah. it's not that nine two is over. It's just we don't. I don't know. It used to be, I think, a label of sorts, mostly a family. Yeah. But now it's it's kind of going through a, a regime change, I guess, if yeah. you want to call it that. So, but I will keep you posted. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let me know. So, but yeah, I, I, my thing is like I'm not gonna pad this answer for you, bro. I'll let you know. You know. So. And I think it's funny too. Like, you, you, things like that don't die. Like, mm-hmm. I, I can't remember how many times I've said, okay, this is the end of Stars and Street Lamps. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, but, yeah. You know, it's like, okay, I'm doing a party. Yeah, I think it's going to be a Stars and Street Lamps party. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) So I I totally get that. And I think that's something like 9-2 that's always just going to exist. Yeah, man. You know, and speaking of 9-2, again, uh, we brought him up earlier. got Lottie on here. This track's called Elevate. I believe that was produced by Cloak Beats. Cloak Beats. Yeah, man. So that was another thing. Uh, I had a lot of fun with this track. I got to get my uh, my Jamaican accent on, man. And uh, the thing was, because it's, it's small content i was never able to like play this to my mom <laughs> check out what my, i made mom. yeah yeah because my mom is very conservative um you know and i love her to death you know but We're that's Jamaican, not her, right yeah <laughs> exactly but that's not that's definitely not her lane you know yeah, because yeah. she was so focused on making it um once my grandma brought her to you know the states and um which she should you know and so but that's my biggest regret is not being able to, to play this to my mom and go yeah. look like look i sent you because I, this wasn't an easy thing. It's it, you want to talk about layers. There's, there are layers of vocals on that thing, okay. you know, just to really boost the authenticity and highs and low vocal, you know. So, but yeah, that's the only thing I could say. I wish I was able to play this to my mom where there weren't any questions. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, I think you'll eventually get there. I, oh yeah, I, I think yeah. a lot of my music too. Like I don't want to play it for like my grandparents and yeah, shit. Yeah, but you know, it's like you know what? This is me though. This is mm-hmm. something that I genuinely am. This yeah. is reflected in my music. If you I love me. That. You'll love the music, and so, you know, or at least at least respect the fact that I made something. Yeah, like and maybe oh, maybe that's what I need to seek, seek is the respect because um, yeah, I, I think it's one of those things where it's funny, man. Like I, I'll care about that, but then when "All Right" by Kendrick plays as soon as we tie the knot yeah and they say if you fucked up and i'm fucked up and people are like oh my god what's going you know and me and my wife are just dance like running to the bank yeah. dancing i don't care if your ears are bleeding right now from yeah the, yeah the the crucial f-bomb you heard like you know we're all adults it's not about the f-bomb it's about we're all here under god's eye and we're just we're gonna be all right like as long as uh, you got us that that's the you know that's yeah, that why was, we chose, that was, that you was know? a perfect song for the perfect time Exa- you know and that's what it meant to us you know that's, so. just, that's great that's great and now, now we're at a this is the the title track this is yes, audio visual audio visual yes this is the one i'm sure you were like Every time you heard it, you like threw the CD out. No, that was Dark Room. Dark, Dark Room was for me. It was like because I, I enjoyed Dark Room so much because it, it, you took your time with it. Yeah, you, it was each bar, each word, each syllable was surgical. 
And I was like, I, I respect the shit out of that. So that for me, Dark Darkroom is the one where I'm just like, like I start flipping man. tables and shit. And like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The audiovisual man was certainly up there, just like, man, this was so fucking good, man. Thank you. Well man. done. Yeah. yeah. I love yeah, I love this track, bro. Yeah, this is one of the second to last tracks I was able to uh, get a beat for, and always knew, always knew there was gonna be a title track. Yeah. Mom, that was the thing too, you know. Like to say the the, the thing was uh, the theme is life. It, this is a soundtrack to the movie called Life, and then, yeah. so that was the theme. And then it's cool to think again was definitely another theme, you know. Um, but the audio visual part was very much ham- hammered into people's heads, where it's like I see what I hear, and I hear what I see, and you know. Know, and so it was all about, you know, taking that and, and pick, you know, that's why the third verse is what if Martin Scorsese made a screenplay with John oh, okay. Gaskiot and Banksy. You know? did, you, did you do it twice then? Yeah, yeah, I did. I lightly did it on Dark Room, but I, okay. I, I really okay, took it home. Yeah. I probably meant it was in this okay, one. Then. Yeah, the third okay, verse, yeah, the third verse is just, yeah, man. I, I really took a lot of time with because it. Because I, I, number one, I knew everyone you were talking exactly. about. And that was the hard part was how can I, you know, I'm, I was worried about computer know who John Basquiat is like that was my thing it's like I don't know if that's gonna hit you know but maybe you hear all these other names it's like well it sounds like good company who is that you know and also true and if you do that that's the same thing as it's cool to think bro you know so yeah yeah so I I pride myself in being someone who enjoys intelligence and logic and all that shit same same here so when I heard here we go I'm just gonna play yeah let's go what if Mozart and Ray Warhol and Monet put some art on display? Recorded live from a canvas. This a crash course I've arrived on the canvas. Live, learn, keep your eyes on the blackboard. Take what you need and use your mind like a chance. Recorded live from a canvas. Yeah. I'm just going to go back. Just, this is my new catchphrase. Fuck you, but thank you. Like, that is so good, man. Like, that is just... Thank you. They just they just peel it back. Like you named a bunch of amazing painters and compared it to your artistic merit of recording on the mic and said yes. this is the exact same thing. What, what if what if you had all these amazing painters paint at the same time and they're recording from the God, fuck you man no, that no, is so no, good. No, but you're oh. so you're so it's so crazy how on the nose you are with that. Like it's it's. It's like you, no, like real talk. Imagine, like, I, everything you just said sounded like you were there. Yeah. You know what? Like, because that's literally the vein that I'm going in. It's like, yeah, I, you, you literally just said. That's why I loved it so much. I loved it so much because it was, it was that stroke of genius. I was like, damn it, like. That's the best feeling for me. Out of out of my peers and like I listen to stuff like that. It's like, oh man, that was so fucking amazing. Even if like you know mainstream artists like Logic mm-hmm. and shit like that. Oh like, yeah, I, yeah. They do shit I'm like, ah, oh, fuck you. Yeah, like, yeah, oh, damn, that was yeah. that was so oh, beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Damn it. There's a couple for <laughs> sure. I know even the last like the last Pusha T project or even even this new uh, Lupe project. Oof, this one. Um, yeah, that one was uh, like there was a couple bars. I was like, damn, that was. 
that was almost it's almost feels like low-hanging fruit but it's so dope like how yeah. did i not think about that you know what i mean so yeah. i i totally get it man yeah this one's a good one this is called lonely people this mm-hmm. was the, the storytelling one this is actually yes like- um diesel uh will always campaign for me to do this like live like he i remember um uh, he was hosting a common ground and i was doing a solo set and he literally said you know in his introduction like this guy just wrote one of the best effing storytelling songs i've Dude, ever heard fucking was man you know and it i don't you know it's crazy because it was that wasn't even like like it was the mission but it wasn't the mission like it wasn't even about like i want people to be like damn you told a whole story in rap form well you know? was van gogh trying to paint starry no, night no no ah. you're right you're very right yeah, man man you know i think t- what it was for me was um okay check yeah we back okay we back anyway my bad batteries went out hey hashtag uh, julian wants rechargeable batteries for christmas let me know hashtag <laughs> um so the, the, the song it, it's storytelling I really wanted to delve into because if you listen to the song you get the story but real, real briefly what was what the, the song about what's the story yeah so um, I believe the first verse it talks about a dad who um, it's basically talking about the what is seemingly the perfect family uh, wife's a soccer mom dad I believe was uh, oh he was in this he was an investor he was in the stocks and stuff like that and uh, you know they had a daughter that was an uh, athlete uh, uh, and uh so I'm sorry, son that was an athlete. And basically what it was, man, is it's just the dad stepping out on the mom, um, just being selfish. Uh, you know, I believe the story was that a new office blonde named Ashley, uh, he started, you know, I guess basically giving her his attention. An affair ensues. Uh, because of the affair, he throws caution to the wind, does not realize that, you know, him double dipping in two pools has life threatening, uh, potential life threatening consequences, which ends up doing. He ends up getting uh, a, well, I think it was HIV in the, in the you know, in the story. Um, you know, so just one of those things where it's like him making a choice that that just ruined everything that was already beautiful and yeah. within the hands, his you know, his, uh, hands reach. You know, so then the second verse is kind of like what that did, how that breaks down the will and might of the of the wife and where she's just thriving to find someone that makes her feel special and that gets so desperate that she gives it to the wrong type of attention that person ends up you know there's a life-threatening consequence in that as well um she gives it to the wrong guy at a bar who she's eating up everything he's saying because the stuff she hasn't heard in so long you know yeah. but it ends up being like the nail in her coffin is a very grim pun as she ends up being attacked by him and left basically to die you know in a hotel room uh which leads to the son who's you know it's really a thing of like the things the parents do will always affect your children the most yeah. because they're the ones they got to pick up that baton and head to the future with it. True. And so it, it turns, it's, you know, and, and, and again, it sounds really heavy. It's a heavy you know, song. It's I know a that very about heavy it. song, but that's like I said, like the most ugliest things could still be beautiful. You know, they always say a broken clock is right at least twice a day, you know, and even though that might be a foolish way to look at it, it's true, you know? And so I know I've been in very dark places where the smallest light casts the biggest amount of, of shine that I need to navigate through those waters, you know what I'm saying? And so that's what kind of happens is the sun as a, uh, you know, consequentially is, is just, you know, has to 
he moves on with his life. He goes to Cambridge Law. You know, he's trying to make something of himself, not for his parents, but for himself. He's trying to escape, you know, those demons, you know. And just when he thinks he has, um, you know, he gets to a point where he realizes maybe he hasn't. And he gets to a point where he feels like maybe I just need to join my parents. Yeah. This is a lost cause. And, um, you know, from that, uh, oh, I should probably also, well, no, nah, it'll be a better reveal. And right when he's about to, gun jams. Knock at the, or he gets a phone call from this girl who ends up being his half sister as a result of the affair yeah, that his father had, had in the previous in the first verse, and it's her who basically has gone through the same you know sort of destructive path, no fault to hers, and it's just looking for that light I was just talking about and to her that light is connecting with the only person that is still alive that's considered family, uh, family that's to her you know and I, you know, I'm not going to go so deep like her grandparents and their uncles yeah, and yeah. like that but just in this story that's what this was about yes I, I really like how the, the song really culminates in like, like you said you know really ugly situation but at its core, there can be some really beautiful pieces to it. Yeah. So I really, I really and don't get me piece. wrong. I'm not, not to sound naive or, you know, like bubbly and gumdrops and all, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I understand that there are certain situations that on, like literally on the cusp, like, or, or aesthetically, they look so impossible, mm-hmm. but you don't find the light, like the light is not going to be easy to find. You got to dig deep for it, you know? And so... You know, even like this one, um, you know, the 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 half sister, she comes and she's like, hey, you know, I, I I'm just looking for love It's basically I need yeah. love. That's the one thing, you know, because she was born, you know, out of an affair that wasn't her fault. Yeah. And so she has just not she doesn't know what it feels like to have someone there and, and, and be there, have her back. So she's trying to find her older brother and the older brother's like, you know, your mom ruined my family. You know, and he's yeah. like, there's no reason that you should be here. And, you know, and she just breaks down like, like just right here, you know, like, can't you see we share the same fears, shed the same tears and felt the same pain for 13 straight years. I mean, like, yeah, even though it was my mom and it was your dad, they both made these choices. We were the victims. We were the casualties in this because now yeah, yeah. look at us, you know. And so to me, they're both kind of born broken, which is why I chose to end this with siblings brought together by a broken past hope it lasts and i think those are the most burning words in there is that that's the one like in that whole song it's bar 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 negative 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 worse and worse and worse and bad and oh my gosh and then it's that one line at the end that i feel is defeats the all the other bars and outweighs everything it's just that one is hope at last you know And I think there are certain people who have been at their wits end, back against the wall, you know what I mean? And they know that feeling, that re- that release and relief in knowing, oh my God, like someone is here that's going to help me or, or something or this is changed. This yeah. this is not as bad as I thought it's going to be, yeah. you know? So and those, yeah. those are great songs when you can really get just so deep and grim. 
but you you're not afraid to paint those pictures and really it, give it examples risky, as to why it's and it is risky though you yeah know? like because I, I remember thinking and i think it a few people thought why are you you know you seem so sad like why'd you you know why'd you do you know or it's like uh, ironically in high school um, you can't go to the club with this yeah yeah you know and um and it's and I, I won't lie you know i've i've been really you know pumped about my album been with the homies and we're gonna have a you know a listening session in the car and prompt two and then you get to that song and it's good but then it gets so awkward yeah. right after so that's why this song was so important too in the way sort of just like how you know so long does and, or guess who does it brings you it snaps you back to the movie like let's yeah. get back to normally scheduled programming like you know and so the the i know to get away heartbreak and all that that's a mini story yeah this you know lonely people that's a mini story you know it's just different you know things that people go through you know yeah. and that's why i was like well if i'm gonna choose life is a movie it's gotta be unpredictable you know and so <laughs> plot twist <laughs> exactly you know it's gotta have a couple of those especially if it's gonna be an album in a yeah. sense and, and that's what i think i try to tell people to this is not you know there are definitely bars in here about my life but like lonely people is not about me specifically yeah. but it's about it's good those people yeah. who need that you know and, I, and that's what it was that song wasn't about being grim it was just about inspiring people you know what i mean so that's Yo, I think that's one one of the more poignant lines from J. Cole when I forget what the song it was, but they're like, Oh, all you do is paint pictures of dope. I'm like, bitch, ain't you listening? I'm painting pictures yeah. of hope. Yeah. 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 Oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, know I, like, oh, so, mm, yeah. I love that, man. And and it's true. Yeah. He, yeah you know, he's got a lot of that too in that last album he did where it's just Oh KOD. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. To me there's a lot of accountability in that, right? Yeah. Like, but I like it though. Mm-hmm. You know, I got a chance to see that live. Um that's probably one of the best shows I've ever seen. Yeah. Didn't even have a better uh, he had a DJ, no hype man. You know, it was just him. Just, just him. Yeah, that's so, yeah. That says a lot to be able to carry yeah. a show. He by had yourself. a white team basketball shorts on, bro. Like yeah. he was out there. He wasn't there to look cool. He was there to give a good show. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, that's what's up, but uh, this one, yeah, right here, it's called "Spell It Out." Um, this was kind of my farewell to anthem song. I had done so many of them. Um, you know where that triumphant like type of you know, and it's not that I'm 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 just like. Um, I feel like it's a typecast sound now. Is that triumphant anthem, party anthem, street anthem, like the stop, drop, open up shop? Like, oh. but I'm not mad at it. But I feel like that's that's the single everyone wants to make now. Or in yeah, a sense, true. you know. So this is my way to go. You know what? I'm just gonna remind people who I am. And like, you know, this again. I wasn't Doc Lesnar yet, and that's yeah. why I love this song because I, I'm, you know, what does DOC stand for? Is it driven? Blah blah blah. Is it, you know? the way I put it and because um, I remember when I wrote it I was like why does it it doesn't have to be three words yeah like I could stress this out like God could mean anything I wanted to mean you know and so th- yeah this was kind of my like my my legacy anthem song yeah. like don't Shout forget air quotes yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly air quotes in here so um but yeah there's there's bars on here too like um you know you're more broke than Owen Wilson's nose. You know, you ever look at that thing, Owen Wilson's nose? That thing is broke, boy. Bars. Yeah, you know, so yeah, there was a lot of those. And, I, you know, same thing like with a uh, track like Guess Who. And I was just like, um, you know, Emma Starvin is Jeffrey Dahmer. Benny Hahn is watching Devin Sawa from, or yeah, the other one from outside of a Benny Hahn. Like, I was definitely channeling a little bit my Marshall there. But it was also like, a, do you know how, how incredibly, insanely hungry a man who eats people, like Jeffrey Dahmer, on marijuana? watching Devin Sawa a young guy that would probably be his his type 
from outside of, you know, stalking it. Like, yeah, just, yeah. just having to bring it that yeah. way of like, I'm going to overexplain how starving I am, you know? And I think, was it your bar or was it, was it Quincy's that was the mini me on a guillotine? That was me. That, that was, was Dark you? Room. Dark, was dark Room. See, yeah. another, another testament yeah. to Dark Room. Yeah, that one still gets a lot of, ooh, like, yeah. live, you know what I mean? Yeah, so, like coming but up I short gotta, like mini me on yeah. a guillotine. And, you like, know, oh. in, in Rest in Paradise, you know, rest in peace to Vern uh, Troy. Yeah, because I, I'm not going to lie, when that news hit, I remember thinking, I don't oh. know if that's bad taste for me to, you know, do this anymore. But no, nah, that, that 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 yeah. bar was easily one of the greatest bars I've ever heard. Coming up man. short, like yeah, mini me, mini me's body in a guillotine. Yeah. yeah. God damn, <laughs> come on, man. The visual, the yeah, pop man. culture reference, that, the guillotine, the, the oh. over explanation. That I think that that just like you said, you, you enjoy intelligence. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I think with me, man, with my brother and I, the difference has always been he's been book smart, I've been street smart. Yeah. But I f- find that people will discount that yeah. towards me. So that's another reason why you'll hear the John Basquiat's, the this, the that, the James Dean's, the Scorsese bars, the um, Sistine Chapel, the Sistine Chapel. Don't want to say sixteen because it's not sixteen, y'all. Sistine. There's Chapel. a bar in there somewhere. Yeah, exactly. You know, just things like that because I, I find it, I find it amazing if a rapper can be smart and cool. Like I said, you know, it just kind of goes back to that. But I also don't want people to know, like, hey, just because I'm not in some university doesn't mean I'm not intelligent. Yep. You know, yep. and so you know. Man, that's the fight we fight all the time. Oh yeah, so we're uh, towards the tail end of it. We're uh, fifth, oh. fifteen. This is voices. Yeah, voices, man. This is also very important for me. Uh, this is another legacy song. There's a uh, if you notice, there's three names on there. There's mm-hmm. Mad Doc. I uh, believe it's Doc Holiday and Joe Schmo. Yeah. So these are three. The three personalities that embody the rapper Mad Doc. Okay. Because you can't be a Mad Doctor if you are if you are sane, <laughs> right? Very true. So the patchwork of brain of, of intelligence uh, that that would be the you know the doctor the Mad Doctor it becomes it's Mad a third Mad Doc a third Joe Schmo a third Doc Holiday. Doc Holiday is the this is Doc Holiday right here. Doc Holiday <laughs> is the mix of both. Um, Joe Schmo is the underground version of me. You know, like Kill is it Kill Edward? That's that's um, Joe, uh, J Cole's alter ego. Oh yeah, right? yeah, I've heard of so, that. So. It's not that I would ever rap different. It's just these are different eras of my career. So the Joe Schmo era is was like a nickname for me, which was the ordinary guy rapping about extraordinary things. Just okay. some Joe Schmo, you know, but that was like my underground. You ain't got any era. money, but you're talking about all your foreign cars. Ex- <laughs> well, no, not even that. That was like Joe Schmo was more like I just look you I don't look like I rap. But when I open my mouth, you you will be very surprised. Like that was oh, I yeah. was way more verbally like verbal assassin yeah, underground yeah. with Joe Schmo. Doc Holiday was me. I'm sorry, Mad Doc is more of the mixing. It's more the mainstream. Yeah. You know, like trying to okay, well, this is what my peers listen to. So let me try to make my version of the that sound. Yeah. So Mad Doc goes first, and then Joe Schmo comes back to kind of say, you know, hey, don't don't forget, like I'm in this fight, you yeah, know, yeah, like, yeah. and so that's why it's called Voices. And then Doc Holiday is like then merged, which was kind of like when I realized you can do both. Because when I was with that indie situation, the, and I'll never lie about this, man. This is this is the real conversation I had. They said, so I was knocking out tracks. Like yeah. I, they told me, don't worry about the studio. 
which was the craziest thing to me. Yeah, because right. At the time, I was doing my own logos. I was we were making our own shirts. I was making booking studio time like crazy. We was rehearsing. We were, I was booking all the shows. Like we were like a one man machine because we didn't know how else to get it. Right. We didn't, you know. So when they said, "Hey, all you gotta do is come in and show up and make music," please believe I'm in there like just all the time, yeah. almanacs of tracks. You know what I'm saying? And I, I'm just in there. And I remember, I guess some were this sound, some were that sound. But to me, I'm yeah. showing I could. There's nothing I can't conquer. I don't want anyone to say, "Oh, you can't get on that beat." I want people to go, "Oh, he can attack anything." Yeah. But yeah. to them, because it is a business, it's the, the actual conversation was okay. You you gotta be common or you gotta be Jay Z. You can't be both. That's what they told me. Yeah. And I and at the time I said, Isn't that what Kanye's doing? Yeah. And I was, you know, and that's late registration at the time, Kanye. You know, right off the heels of um college dropout. Where I felt he was he had his one finger to the one finger to the pulse of underground. And then another finger to the pulse of mainstream, and he was kind of doing what I what I was mentioning earlier was like trying to bridge those two communities, and you know, in in my opinion, because and, and I felt like there was nothing wrong with that. Yeah, and I think that's, you know, I think Kanye so. did that so well, and I think that's what everyone enjoyed so much about Kanye it was like, wait, like Kanye did this, but he's also kind of doing that. Yeah, but then he also makes it his own thing, so it becomes a Kanye thing. Yeah, oh yeah. That's so what I'm doing. So it's, it's very much like when you say, "Oh, that's Kanye." Yeah, he did that. Yeah, he didn't, yeah, he didn't definitely. try to align himself with any particular sound or genre. No, he just did him. He did him. Yeah, and you it know? worked. And, that, and I remember kind of being bothered by that because those Jay Z and Common are my two favorite MCs. You know, yeah. like you could sprinkle Run DMC, you could sprinkle uh, Nas and Big Daddy Kane, and, and I love Slick Rick. You know, but you know. Any group, I, mean, I can go. I can go all day about the guys I, that I feel are, you know, the best. Kendrick, J. Cole, those guys. But you know, it was just one of those things where I was like, but why do I have to choose? Yeah. And that's one of the things I was saying earlier about just getting that peek behind the curtain of knowing like what this business really like preys on and what keeps it going. You know, yeah, so keyword prey on. Yeah, really, yeah. really. You know, I was thinking was that the right word, but that's kind of how I felt then, and that's how I feel now. You know, so. I totally agree. And, um, you know, so yeah, so that's what that, that voice was about was um, just kind of having fun. Like, I'm going to do this. Uh, I'm going to speak in this voice and speak in that because I did have legit people thinking, hey, who's that other guy? Who's Joe Schmo? I've never heard you work with him before. And I was just like, that was me. And I'm like, that was you? And I'm like, yeah, that was my, that's, <laughs> I call it my exhibit voice because that's the, you know, name is Joe Schmo, blah, blah, blah. You know, like, I can, it's just easy, you know, to, to do, because I used to make fun of exhibit on, yeah. on, uh, uh, you know, uh, pimp my ride all oh, the time. Yeah. You just say the same thing. You getting your ride, pimp daddy? Like, come on, man. Like, <laughs> so I, I just use that, and but it, it was cool because when people were saying, "Who is this guy?" And I'm like, "Wow, this worked!" Like, people yeah. really thought there's three people in here. And the third verse, I just had fun, man. I was like, I don't know how a male. Nikki Minaj sounds like in terms of like you know when she kind of goes nuts and you know has like a funny you know, and that's kind of what I channeled but not so much her but just the like that's another one I turn the lights off on that third verse I, I feel I don't want no one staring at me I, I, I need to let loose how do I sound crazy like this is the the one you really should be worried about so that's what Voices is about right on this is where we're, we're, we're actually finishing up this song but Winter Circle yeah uh, man I love Quincy and Black Ink Black Ink one of my favorite artists yes on man shouts to Black Ink shouts to Quincy Jones uh, Winter Circle 
is a concept that we had. Um, it was just, it was more about surrounding yourself with the right people. Um, and th- that's kind of where, yeah, that term came from is we used to say no squares in my circle, but you know, cause it got a circle full yeah. of winners. That was a Quincy line. And, uh, but it's true. You know, it's like, you always want to surround yourself with positive people and ink. I mean, if you ever talk to ink, he's one of the most intellectually sound people oh, I've ever man. spoke to. Absolutely. Um, you know, and, uh, you know, I, Quincy, come on, that, that's, oh. that's taxi partner for life right there. So, um, it, yeah, it was, it was not even an audible. That was like a, just a real layup, but that beat just came together. Um, um, at the time, I think I, I say uh, imagine and wrote because uh, uh, that was it says imagine. No relation. It, yeah, no relation. <laughs> yeah, I had to tell you this. It was because um, and as I look at your logo there, this is what's funny is my one of my close friends, uh, Jay, shouts to Jay Mula, uh, and he, he was starting a liquor business at the time, yeah. Imagine Vodka. And that eye up there, yeah, that's, yeah. yeah. My uh, logo, yeah, the logo dot was, with the eye in the middle. Was basically how the bottle was going to look. Like oh, the top you took off was going to be the dot to the oh, eye and stuff. So, but at the time they they were like really gaining. Uh, they, they were in the ground running really fast. Uh, they still exist. They, I, they do, but I don't. They don't. Imagine he's a sponsorship. Yeah, yeah, exactly, right. <laughs> they, they never produced Imagine, but they they're in a different business now. Uh, they do like Halloween parties. They do Henny Halloween now okay. is what they do, um, which is like Henny sponsored stuff, you know, yeah. and stuff like that. But um, yeah, man, it's a, they're they're doing a good thing right now. That was like again eight years ago or so, but uh, that's where the Imagine part of that comes from. So, but uh, yeah, man, this is a good track right here. It's called the Innovator. Yes, this is really good too. I mean, just, it just, just I, I, yeah this was my I said when I heard it I said Common would murder this so you shall <laughs> so you, know? you shall yeah you know and, do not and, disappoint him <laughs> yeah and that's that's what I went and I, I like that track too because I speak about my you know my dad and um, you know just some of yeah, he wasn't my dad wasn't supportive uh, of my music career as much as he could have been yeah um, but I say that with this when I wanted to do music I asked for a keyboard and he got me that keyboard uh, but he admittedly said he thought it was going to be a phase. Yeah. You know, but if he didn't get that keyboard, I wouldn't be where I'm at right now. Like that's, there's no doubt about that, you know? And after that, my mom got us a karaoke machine and that, that we were off to the races from there, you know? But um, I'll give you, this is not really exclusive. I don't get a chance to ever say this. And this is not me downing my dad, but just so you guys kind of know, like when we say we've been doing this for 10 plus years, and it, it's not for nothing. Like, you know, literally I was in high school senior year and um you know i made no mistake i love my dad you know i did lose him earlier this year but it brought us closer if that makes sense because we were estranged for a lot of years but a lot of it had to do with this quote right here and um i was going back and forth with my mom i was battling a lot in high school and uh this is actually like a perfect song to like serve as the score to the story because it's that mind frame you know and um so yeah basically i was battling a lot and um nobody was beating me at the time yeah. and so i thought i'm gonna be a rapper this is gonna be so easy i'm gonna leave high school i'm gonna I'm, someone's gonna see me it's gonna be all by chance i'm not worried about college i'm not worried about a plan like i know this is this, this is, gonna, is work. gonna work yeah and my mom was having a hard time just communicating to me like hey, you need a backup plan and my dad wasn't the best at communication so we're at dinner and he goes i hear you're telling your mom you're not going to college and I said, it's, you know, it's it's not an issue, you know, because I'm not trying to talk about things, you know, because when I'm with my mom during the week, I would see my dad every other weekend. 
we're dealing with everyday issues. So when I'm at my dad's for a weekend, I'm just like, you can't really weigh in on stuff you're not here for. Like, we, we live in L.A., my mom lives in Walnut. Like, it's two different houses, you know? Yeah, yeah. But he was getting so mad. He goes, you're going to go to college. And I said, I'll, I'll go if I want to go. I, I want to do music. And he's like, you still want to do music? That's what you want to do? And his exact words to this day were, there's a million niggas doing music. You're just going to be a million and one. Oh, man. What yeah. A, what a gut punch. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I didn't finish dinner. Straight upstairs. It hurt. Hurt a lot, you know. But... Um, there are songs, you know, like there's a song I call it called Million and One, where it's like, and that was right when I got signed, quote unquote, um, with that indie label. And I just felt like, that's right. You know, I told you. I couldn't. Yeah. yeah. And you know what? It's crazy because I held on to those words for so long. But when I had to go to my dad's house to clean stuff out and we're looking around and stuff like that. He had a wall in his office that had like, even though they were old photos, they were performance photos that he printed out from like Facebook, you know, and and I put it on this on, on you know like this bulletin board basically, and um, you know a lot of people didn't know the truth that we weren't speaking to my dad for since I think it was 2003. Yeah, um, we just had a situation that didn't call for it, you know, and uh, my mom is strong man, and she's been there forever, and uh, she just taught us like. She never remarried, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. so she can do it. How come we can't move on? You know, and that's kind of what the, the, the deal was. And But, you know, when I was going through and I saw all this stuff, you know, because I think he told a lot of people that we were still talking and stuff like that. Because at the funeral, we had a lot of people going, oh, I think it's so great. You guys are touring now and this. And we're just like, oh, cool. And I'm like, yeah, what yeah. the hell are you talking yeah. about, you know? And my dad was, he, he was big on stories, you know. But what was cool about that is even though it had been, was it uh, 15 years he was he was proud and I think that's what was cool about that was just I never thought I'd walk in and um see a wall with my photos on it and and when I say photos there was even a time and I'm this I guess another exclusive I didn't know you at this time but when I was working at the uh mall at uh Westfield uh, in uh, West Covina I was working at Sports Authority, and uh, there was uh, two guys that were working there. Yeah. And so we ended up kind of being a band. We were called City of Thieves. And the way I said it was, you know, uh, the catchphrase was City of Thieves, coming to steal a show in your city indeed, you know. And yeah. and we, we did about, like, I think 10 shows. We had, like, 10 songs. And it never panned out. Yeah. There was a picture we took at one show, and I remember I took that. <laughs> I just love the show, too, because... And so that week we had a really big show at an art gallery and I remember I just kind of overdid it. And so that show, I remember I was doing it with the uh, chloroseptic spray. Yeah. Literally had it on like on the side of the stage. So like after every song I'm spraying it. So it numbs my throat (laughs) and singing and and I was sick as well. That's what it really was. And um, I should, I had no, no business being up there, but I did it. And it, we, you know, it took forever to get to the show, but it was a good show. I remember my some of my cousins with their salute was there. His older brother was there. A few other guys that didn't even know I was doing it, so they were totally blown away. They, and you that's can cool. see in the video that the one of the few videos I have, they're just like, what "The fuck, like that's that's Britain, that's that's Doc. Like, what the when did he start doing this?" You know. Yeah, yeah. And then it just changes by the end of the night. And so to me, that was those that was one of those personal victories. But there was a photo I took, and then I remember that's I took that photo, found some font. And I started coming up with a, a logo for yeah. the City of Thieves. And I remember I put that on my Facebook. And it was just crazy because that's the photo that, like, was the main photo on this bulletin board. And so that's why, to me, 
it was crazy to see it kind of come full circle where one of the thing main reasons that splintered our relationship was him not having faith in me or my abilities uh, or let alone maybe even seeing that I had abilities because, yeah. he, you know, my dad wanted, um, because my parents were split, he, he wanted, uh, it, he wanted us to graduate high school and go to LA college and live with him and kind of get back time that wasn't there. Cause like I said, I only saw him like on the weekends and that wasn't right, until right. like high school. Cause he used to live in Seattle for a long time. So, um, you know, and, and he had his own plans, you know, but it was just kind of cool that even despite that, like, I never thought I'd walk in, um, even 10 years from now, say if he's still here and I would not, and, and we reconciled and I, I was able to talk to him. I would have never imagined that he would have a photo, uh, especially not that one of um, you performing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so that spoke to me in so many ways that you'll never know. And I felt closer than I've ever been. And, um, now, yeah, it's just days where I'm in the car and I'm just, you know, to talk to God and I talk, talk to, I'll catch myself saying, say out of my dad. And I'm like, Oh, never mind, Hi. You know? Yeah, yeah. And right. so, yeah. um, because, you know, ever since, uh, you know, he's gone and he, he was cremated, but I remember I was still living with my mom's at the time. And, um, like two days in my wife's just very into the supernatural. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. She just leaned over to me. She said, I don't want to scare you, but your dad's here. Like, I know your dad is here and, but he's here in a good way. Yeah. And I said, why do you say that? It's like, because ever since you brought, you know, the ashes home, she was like, I felt a presence in here, but not threatening. Just, just like happy to be here. That's what's up. You know? And yeah. so, yeah. And I don't think I've, I've, you're literally besides my wife, the only person I've said that to. Well, you but, shared the whole story with yeah. everybody. Now. Well, that, yeah, no, nah, I mean, but, but that's, thing, that's kind of where, you know, it, it's, you know, there's, I, I got to tell that story because I get asked so many times, why do you keep doing music? And it's like that quote from my dad is the main reason I kept doing music. But I mean, now I do it because like we said earlier, I mean, cause we need, we are, we, creative we th- people, man. Yeah, we you know, you thrive to have that outlet to throw paint on the canvas to do, and even if it's, it doesn't make sense to everyone. That's not why we do it. Yeah, it's just to be heard and sort of pictures to be seen and ideas to be thought of, and you know, and and so you know, this and that's what's funny about it is like that's why Lonely Road. Even though when I wrote the song which is, you know, the song that, um, you know, that ends the, the album, which, and I'll also go into what we were saying with <laughs> yeah. Salute. Salute, although likes the album, um, always has told me that he felt, yeah, because I ended it with Lonely Road, that he felt near perfect rather than a perfect album. And it, man, it used to grind my gears. It still does every now and then. Because like I <laughs> told you, when I took it off a of sound, uh, I'm sorry, Bandcamp and took the SoundCloud, I left off purposely Lonely Road. Um, but you know what? I Just listening to it now and just... The words that I'm saying versus why I wrote the song at the time, it's just funny. They're, they're, it duels. It's like con- right. not not contradictory, but in a sense of I remember that was the first song I did that said, "Okay, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do a project, and but where it's just rewriting the script on hip hop. Yeah, like it, there's no rules." Um, it's just what you can visualize. And that's how audio visual came about. That's where that whole concept comes from. But it was based on me starting that song, you know? And so that's why I felt like I wanted to put it at the end um, with, because of the irony of it being the first song that was in the can, it's the one we're going to leave off on. And the way I look at it is the innovator 
is the last scene of the movie. Right. The Lonely Road is the credit roll. And that's why I left it on there. That's the, ah, very you know, so, you're and so, but I think because I have not been able to ever have this, these kind of conversations <laughs> with salute and realize, Hey, there's a method to the madness, all pun intended. Um, it's there's, you know, it's by design, you know, but now even listening to it now, it's just, it takes me back to me talking about when I, I was like, I need to rhyme. I, it's, I know about you, man. But when we were, when I first started, I don't know what it was that I felt compelled, like, I need to rap. I don't know why. Like, like, you know, and it's not a, like a, a thing of like it, it, maybe not need to rap, but I need to express myself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, man. And, um, yeah, this is, sorry, man, this is, uh, this is really overwhelming in a good way. Like there, there's a lot of key, there's a lot of doors you open in this point, doing this uh, interview with me right now. Yeah. Like just because like, you know, gems that I've, put in places and locked away hoping for someone to just scratch at the door. And hey, I, I hope we kicked down the door, man. This mm-hmm. was so good. And I, I think not, not only would, would your dad be proud with what he saw evolve throughout your career, mm-hmm. but you know, the, this is one of those, those musical pieces that transcend reality and time. It's it just, yeah. so, it's, it's such an honest reflection of the artist who created the piece that you know, if, if did your dad ever get to listen to this album? No, nah, man. Yeah, yeah and that, to, to your knowledge, <laughs> not, not to, yeah, not to my knowledge. You know, I don't know. I'm sure he's he, uh, you know, because if he found that photo, he probably found music. You know, because yeah. you know, especially with Quincy's promoting ass. You know, he likes to oh, post dude, stuff yeah, at, Quincy yeah, promo. You know, so <laughs> uh, yeah, real talk, man. So I'm sure he found he was able to find. But something, if there was you know? ever ever a piece of music that really validated, mm-hmm. you know, like all oh, those motherfuckers that make a million. There's yeah. one. Mm-hmm. There was there was you, but there was you who made audiovisual. And this album again, I will go as far as one of those masterpieces within an independent scene that will catch on. Maybe Thank 10, you, 20 years from now, whatever the yeah. fuck. People yeah. are gonna listen to it and when they do they go, Oh shit, wait. Yeah. Where's he been this whole time? Where's he at? Is he still making music? I think that's the thing that I, I struggle with too, because like I remember uh two years ago I was like, Man, you know what? I think I'm gonna I'm going to start doing more audio visual shows and try to get this on the, a new audience. And so yeah. I was thinking I was going to press up, you know, like 300 of these and, and uh, just do all from the album. Like a re-release. Yeah. yeah just, and, and yeah, kind of like a promo run to get people to be more familiar while I was prepping another project because right. all those songs are done. You know, I already know who I'm going to go to, to press it up. Like it's, it's effortless in that, in that sense, you know? So, but um, yeah, man, I mean, it, it's uh, but then part of me was like, you know what? Stop trying to make AV2 and stop trying to do this. And, and you don't have to do that. And yeah, I think yeah. I was struggling with who's, who's you know, besides, you know, you or like the Lotties or the 92 Fams or the Diesels and, and um, you know, the guys that actually check for you when you see them. I remember thinking just like, well, who am I making this for anymore? You know, no one's asking me, you know, because yeah. it went from, oh, you got any new music to, oh, you're still doing that? You know, and so and that, and if you ever get that as oh, an artist, that, it's man. a burn. But it then sucks. it's also like, if you, you know, think of the time I was getting those. I felt like I was really creating better opportunities for myself. So that's when I was like, okay, so you don't follow me. Like you don't, you're not seeing what's going on. You're just remembering the last thing you remember me for. So, um, but yeah, man, I mean, um, yeah, it'd be really cool to do something like that. I mean, I, it's funny because I wasn't thinking about it when I said it, but you know, you were saying earlier, like it's to your 
opinion is is timeless in a sense and yeah to which i said yeah it's like a time capsule but i meant that in the sense of i feel like we're opening this up and i'm I'm like oh well i put that in there because of this and this but now it's like in a sense of this could be a time capsule for the indie culture really you yeah. know if if depending you know but um yeah man i i just enjoyed making it um it's my proudest project ever um, besides my Twin Tower project with my brother, you know, and that's because there's just, you know, maybe we'll come back and do oh, that we'll do, one. Yeah, that'd be good, man. We got great stories on that oh, two sides to a story. That'd be just a good conversation oh, overall, yeah. man. But this, this was fantastic. If there was ever a, a proud moment of like, we got off on the right foot mm-hmm. of what this whole podcast and show is supposed to be about, this was it. Man. We, we found some gems. We found some diamonds. We talked some real constructive stories yeah, and backstories man. and what this was for, what this was about. And I couldn't be more happier of how, how this came out. Oh, so I'm thank you so help, much, dude. man. Mad Doc, Doc Lesnar, the yes. hip hop hybrid. Yo, thank All you for joining above. us on the dig. And um, we'll definitely look into the next album. If you're an artist, you know, reach out. Um, this is going to be through the social nuisance network um, of just shows and whatnot. Check that maybe, out. Or maybe just make the stars and street less reduction. There I don't go. know. Yeah. Who knows? But if, if it ain't broke, don't change it, bro. Yeah, Ever. The, the Dig Podcast. Check us out. Yeah. yeah. And be sure to check me out on uh, Instagram at Doc Lesnar. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and uh, Facebook at I'm Doc Lesnar. And uh, you can find my music on any platform that exists. Yeah, so. I'm just going to throw this out. Wherever wherever I can find an outlet to throw this show, this is where it's going to go. Wherever it sticks go. is where it goes. But thank you again, Doc. It's been an absolute pleasure, man. We'll see you around. Like you said, Definitely. reach out on social media to, to Doc. And uh, we'll see you guys next time on The Dig.